Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Snowman in the Morning, where true sports talk lives. Bazinga! Did you not get the memo? Do y'all believe what's going on? In the NBA playoffs right now? Because I certainly don't. How do you explain? I I, I really want to know. How do you explain the New Orleans Pelicans with a three games to none lead over the third seeded Portland Trail Blazers? What does this say about Portland? What does this say about the regular season that they had when they fought so hard to get one of the top four seeds and New Orleans is just taking it to them? They built a 36-20 to 20 lead after the first quarter and cruised. And now, for the first time in team history... They have a chance not only to win a playoff series, I think I got that right, but a chance to, I can't believe I'm even going to say this, sweep the Portland Trailblazers. After so much work was put in by Portland back in 2014 to win a playoff series, and then this happens. You had the feeling it was over when the Blazers subbed in deep reserves like rookie Caleb Swanigan out of Purdue with over seven minutes remaining, and they were trailing, listen to this, 107-79. to And up to that point, it was their biggest lead of the night. Eventually, the lead got up to as high as 33. Portland only led by two the entire game and you know something what does this victory by the pelicans say about the chicago bulls why am i tying them in because they let nikola miritich go basically after a fight with bobby portis so what does miritich do 30 points He was 12 of 15 from the floor, 4 of 6 from distance. And was just plain excited. And the more points he dropped in, the louder the crowd got. Let me say that again. The more points that Nikola Miritich dropped in, the louder the crowd got. I mean, Drew Holiday took the series over in Portland and guided the uh, Pelicans to two road victories. And I said earlier in the week, if you 
are a team like the Pelicans, like the Pacers, like Philadelphia, and I'll get to them in a moment, and you want to step on a team's throat, snatch one in the visitor's building. Well, the Pelicans not didn't snatch one in Portland. They snatched two. Holiday 16 points and kept frustrating Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. They totaled 42 points. Uh, Dame and C.J. went 5 of 14 on threes. And they combined to commit 12 turnovers. Lillard could not find any rhythm at all. 5 of 14 from the floor. 5 of 14. And for Lillard, he's only 18 of 55 from the field in three games. 6 different Pelicans made at least one tray led by four from Miritich and two apiece by Darius Miller and Drew Holiday. 27 assists last night for New Orleans. Rajon Rondo had 11. But here is a number that you kind of expected from Portland but never thought you would see. 33 for 102. Portland has attempted 102 three-point shots in three games. In the first three games of this series. And they only made 33 of them. And you know, during the regular season, they made a living. I mean, they made an absolute living. behind the arc during the regular season but the playoffs are a different animal a much different animal and you know what's bad New Orleans is making this look totally easy they've made 31 three-point goals and 75 attempts so they take they have taken less three-point field goal attempts and have made just as many Game four is Saturday at the Smoothie King Center. And I don't think Portland escapes alive. I really, really don't. I believe this series is over on Saturday, which would make my prediction totally wrong because I called this series to go six games with Portland winning. Well, Portland's not playing like a winner. And if they don't get their act together, there are going to be some changes in Portland. Just you watch. This is Snowman in the Morning, where true sports talk lives. Hadouken! That's a spicy meatball! While I'm talking about the NBA playoffs, the Golden State Warriors are one win away from sweeping the San Antonio Spurs, which, you know, a part of me expected, but a part of me didn't expect. I expected the Spurs to uh, just 
I expected the Spurs to, more to the point, compete. And not saying that they haven't, because they have. They absolutely have. But so much emotion going on in San Antonio right now, especially as we send our condolences to the great Greg Popovich, the legendary Greg Popovich, who lost his wife, Erin. That has got, that has unfortunately got to be the cherry on top for the Spurs with everything that's going on. They didn't win 50 games this year for the first time in 18 years. They only had uh, 14 wins on the road, which is their lowest in the Popovich era. And then last night, they came out a house of fire, but only wound up with 97 points. The Warriors win 110 to 97. Over the first two quarters, there were 13 lead changes. 13. Then late in the second quarter, the Warriors took control with an 18 to 7 run to close out the half. They led by six, 52-46, and they just kept stretching the lead and they didn't look back. KD, my choice for most valuable player, had 26 points. He also had nine rebounds and six assists. Klay Thompson, after a slow start, got going and finished with 19 points, added three three three-pointers. And Sean Livingston had 16 off the bench. And now the Dubs are one win away from sweeping their series and getting a little bit of rest before they will more than likely face New Orleans. Now, this is going to come at a price for Golden State because reports are surfacing that Stephen Curry, their leader, and I playfully say one of my man crushes when it comes to basketball, will not be ready to play for another three weeks. I've always said the Warriors are the deep, have the deepest bench in the NBA. Well, it's going to get a test from a New Orleans team that is on fire. New Orleans is one... I want to get this right, eight in a row going back to the regular season because after they lost DeMarcus Cousins to an injury, a season-ending injury, I don't want to say career-ending injury for uh, DeMarcus Cousins, but a season-ending injury, New Orleans has played out of control. And remember, they went to Golden State two games before the close of the season and had a comeback victory at Oracle Arena. So New Orleans can really put a dent in the playoffs should they beat the the the, the dubs in four uh, uh should they beat the dubs four times in a series but as i said unless you are the team that knocks off the champs and beats golden state four times <clears throat> you have nothing to say now check this out thursday's victory Marked Kerr's Steve uh, Coach Steve Kerr's 50th coaching win in 65 postseason games, making him the fastest coach to 50 playoff wins in history. Wow. Spurs opened the game with a six nothing run, and then the Dumps responded with a 12-4. Burst to take their first lead of the night. Ton of lead changes. The Dubs took a 26-23 lead at the end of one. 
And then both scores doubled as the Warriors led by six at halftime, like I said. Is this the end of the Spurs as we know it? With all the emotion that's going on right now surrounding the death of Popovich's wife, surrounding the controversy that is Kawhi Leonard. And I made a mistake. I said Saturday, game four of this series is on Sunday in Texas. So let me make let me make that correction. You know, I'll ask again, and this is our question of the day. Is this the end of the San Antonio Spurs as we know it? Is this is this it? I know Pops is I know Pops is not going to walk away, but I know he's got a lot to think about. I mean, he's lo- he he emotionally has lost a lot. He lost his wife for 40 years. That'll make any man rethink his priorities. And she was she, she was behind the scenes, but she was with him every step of the way. The bigger question is, is this the should the Warriors win on Sunday? Is this the end of Kawhi Leonard's run in San Antonio? Most people think yes. I'm not ready to say that yet, but there was a question posed about Kawhi Leonard that would make you think that it's over for Kawhi in San Antonio. The exchange went something like this. A reporter asked uh, Coach Popovich, will Kawhi Leonard play in this series? Popovich's response You'll have to ask Kawhi and his people. Mm. That should give you a hint of the dissension that's happened between Kawhi Leonard and the San Antonio Spurs. And if there was ever a time that the Spurs needed their, their leader in Kawhi Leonard, it's now. There's still more to prove for Kawhi Leonard, but you, you just have to wonder... You just have to wonder, will Kawhi Leonard prove himself somewhere, will Kawhi Leonard walk away from the Spurs and have to prove himself somewhere else? Another question is, how much longer can the Warriors win without Stephen Curry? They're doing fine right now. They're averaging 112 points per game. But this is an undermanned Spurs team without a lot of firepower, without a lot of ways to keep up with this hyperactive warp speed dubs offense. I'll mention it again. The Pelicans beat the dubs at Oracle Arena. I believe that final was 126 to 120 in the game before the final game of the year. And Kevin Durant injured his ankle last night. 
But they seem to have survived that. And Durant is going to be the key to the Warriors winning it all again until Stephen Curry comes back. So will Klay Thompson. So will Draymond Green. If anything costs the Warriors a championship this year, it's all of the injuries they've had to deal with. It's all of the injuries they've had to deal with. Remember, they lost all of their all-stars for significant amounts of time throughout the course of the, throughout the course of the season. Quinn Cook has been absolutely wonderful filling in for Stephen Curry. Sean Livingston, same thing. Now you have to wonder, how much longer will Stephen Curry be out with his injury? I hope it ain't too much longer, because they're going to need him when they face possibly New Orleans and possibly Houston in the Western Conference Finals. But for right now, the Dubs are taking care of business. Stephen Curry are not. Just got to hope they continue to. This is Snowman in the Morning, where true sports talk lives. Man, don't forget to follow us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. The ID you need is is at SIT Morning. And if you want to be a sponsor of this here show, you can do so by dropping an email to info at arenasportsnet.com. That's our flagship station that carries the show. Thanks to 3 and Out Radio that syndicates our show. And thanks to all of the fans that have tuned in over the course of nearly five years. We'll celebrate our fifth anniversary in October, but we want to get more. So we're going to be taking this show on the road and uh, talking to a lot of people, get some fans to talk sports with us as we rebuild the show. And as I mentioned at the top of the week, we're going to go to a full four-hour show. And I said June. I may back it up. I may back it up to October. I just may back it up to October. I have I, I've slept on it. I've come up with a couple of decisions. I've come up with a couple of ideas. But when I get that final urge of when to move it to a full four hours, I will then make the announcement here on the show. But as it stands, we are going to go to a full four hours. That's looking that way in June as of right now. Make a solid final decision before the time comes or when the time comes since I've been talking NBA playoffs for the bulk of this show I must retract an opinion that I had about Ben Simmons about Joel Embiid about the Philadelphia 76ers I said there's no way they'd be able to compete this season I've also said Ben Simmons is not the rookie of the year, and technically he's not the rookie of the year. But I will tell you one thing, he has certainly gotten my attention. He's made a snowman rethink his thoughts about Ben Simmons. Now my good buddy Justin Hill will be glad to hear that. But how about these 76ers? They go to Miami and beat him by 20, 128 to 108. And it's just the growth of this 76ers team is awesome to watch. Joel Embiid returned for the first time in about three weeks. 
and he put up 23 points in the win. If there was a if there was a top priority on the to-do list for Philadelphia, it was learning how to close out games. Well, the fourth quarter last night should show everything that needs to happen. As I mentioned, Embiid making his first appearance since sustaining a concussion and fracturing an orbital bone three weeks ago. The full line on on Embiid, 23 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, and 3 blocks. Philadelphia is up two games to one. Embiid said, quote, we got a pretty good win. At one point, Embiid scored seven consecutive points to double the Sixers' lead from 7 to 14. And in the fourth quarter, the closeout quarter, Philadelphia outscored Miami 32 to 14. And Embiid also said, quote, I'm going to be a nightmare for them, close quote. Brett Brown adds this, for him to come back under those terms and produce, I'm very proud of him. But Embiid needs to check himself because Miami could devise a plan that could stop him. And B put out a tweet earlier that says he's blanking tired of being babied. I want to condone him for that. <clears throat> but that's also out of frustration, and I totally understand. But at the same time, your team is in a playoff fight. Prove yourself on the floor. And I think that's what Embiid is doing and is going to do. I mentioned Ben Simmons. Look at this stat line. 19 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 4 steals. He tallied 8 points and 5 rebounds in the money period. He put the game away with an emphatic dunk. Late in the fourth quarter. Marco Bellinelli, absolutely huge off the bench with 21 points, 4 of 8 from distance. He realizes when he said, he said, quote, it was a really good win, but the series is not over. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. Now, a little bit about the fourth quarter of this game. Heading into the third quarter, there had been, ready for these numbers, 17 changes and 13 ties. The Sixers really didn't get enough separation until they were up 10 in the fourth quarter, and then they stretched the lead out to the final margin, which is 20. Dario Saric, 4 of 7 from distance for 21 points. On back-to-back possessions, he converted a 3 and a driving layup to reestablish a 10-point lead. That spurred, put the game out of reach. Embiid is back. He needs to continue to perform. 
the way that he did perform. And there was something that I saw during the game last night. Embiid got frustrated with the mask that he's required to wear. The trainer and coach Brett Brown, and I applaud them both for looking at Embiid and saying, you are going to wear this mask or you're going to come sit by me. Let me say that again. A lot of kudos to the Sixers brass on the bench, including head coach Brett Brown and their head uh, trainer, Kevin Johnson, for looking dead at Embiid. No matter how frustrated the kid got with wearing the mask, they looked at him and basically said, you're going to wear this mask or you're going to come sit by me. Embiid put on the mask and helped the Sixers put away Miami. Goran Dragic, 23 points, 8 assists. Had 11 points halfway through the third quarter. But the fourth quarter was the turning point. The fourth quarter was the turning point. There has not there had not been a double digit lead in the game until that fourth quarter. Philadelphia shut down Miami to the tune of ready for this five for nineteen in the final twelve minutes. And here's this according to basketballreference.com. The Sixers 18-point fourth quarter scoring differential tied a regular season high that they had against Milwaukee and matched the third highest postseason fourth quarter scoring differential in club history. Now, the final question will be, which Sixers team will show up for game four? Is it this one that played last night, or is it the one that played tentative and had to come back from a big deficit in game two? Only time will tell. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.